Welcome back to another episode of Short Scoop. I'm Brody, and today we have a lot of NFL scores and stats and news to go over. Um, there were a lot of games yesterday, a lot of good games. Um, as I'm looking at it, a lot of close finishes, and so the first one of these close finishes was the Saints of the Falcons. Um, this was the game that I originally picked the Falcons to win in an upset, but the Saints actually do escape with the 21-16 win, and the Saints have clinched their playoff spot in the NFC. Um, Taysom Hill had 232 yards and two touchdowns. Alvin Kamara, a touchdown. Michael Thomas gets back onto the uh, well, he he gets back onto like the leading the team in receiving yards stat sheet with nine receptions for 105 yards. Matt Ryan, another average game, uh, 273 yards and a touchdown. So he didn't play great, but he didn't play terribly. Um, and then Calvin Ridley, five receptions for 108 yards. But the Falcons fall to four and eight. Their playoff hopes are pretty much done. I'd say if you have anything more than seven losses, I think even if, I think seven losses, if you go nine and seven, that's really like, even that's on the fence too, because you're probably not going to get in with the Cardinals, Rams, and Buccaneers in the wildcard spot, or um, if it's not the uh, Rams, the Seahawks, depending on who wins that division, um, but I'd say, like, even if you have seven losses right now, you're pretty much almost out of it. Um, but, like, if you have, like, eight losses, eight and eight's not going to get you into the playoffs. So the Falcons um, are four and eight, which is eight losses, and I don't think they're going to even attempt to make a playoff run here. Um, but the next one is the Browns and the Titans, this one in Tennessee. Um, and the Browns come out with a surprising win. 41 to 35, but that was really, um, the game was really not that close. The Browns in the first half, 38 to 7, uh, until the Titans finally started to come back in the second half, but could not finish the, could not finish the comeback. And the Browns will take a 41-35 win. Baker Mayfield, four touchdowns and 334 yards. Nick Chubb, another good game, 80 yards and a touchdown. Rashard Higgins caught a touchdown in that one. Tannehill, three touchdowns and an interception. Derrick Henry, only 60 yards on 15 carries. Um, and then Corey Davis had a game, 11 receptions, 182 yards and a touchdown for him. Um, and these two, these are two teams that are really still competing for a playoff spot. The Browns most likely going to make it, I would think, um, at currently nine and three. Titans are still first place in their division at eight and four. So these two teams um have a good shot at making the playoffs. Both of these teams, and I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Um. But the next one here is the Bengals at the Dolphins. This one was uh this one was low scoring, 19 to 7. The Dolphins win. The Dolphins are 8 and 4. Um Tua 296 yards and a touchdown. Gaskin 90 yards. Kasiki 88 yards and a touchdown. 
Tyler Boyd, uh, seven, one reception for 72 yards and a touchdown. Um, his one catch was enough to lead the team in receiving. Um, but his touchdown would be the Bengals' only score of the game, and that's really not going to be good enough to beat any team in the NFL. Um, especially not the eight and four Dolphins. So they will not get the win here. Dolphins take it. 19 to 7 and they are looking pretty decent in the playoffs um if you go to the playoffs in the afc they i they are currently the i believe it is the sixth seed um just behind the browns and just ahead of the colts so that one is pretty surprising for the dolphins um, when you came into the season, you, I expected them to finish like seven and nine, maybe, um, maybe eight and eight at the best. But they're eight and four currently, and they've got a few winnable matchups still to go. And they play well. Actually, never mind. Their schedule is looking well. They got a, they've got one winnable matchup, uh, maybe two, but they would have to steal a game against the Raiders. So it's it's gonna be a tough schedule here upcoming um for the Dolphins I think they would have pretty much um be like a top team like like secured in a wild card spot if they had beaten the Broncos because that would mean they're nine and three which means that even just one win against those four teams which is the Chiefs Patriots uh Raiders Bills would get you into the playoffs but um, they are not 9-3 because they did lose the game to the Broncos. But I still think that they can make it. The Dolphins are a good team. Um, but the next one here is the Lions and the Bears. The Bears, this one was pretty much their last shot at a playoff spot. And they could not get it done. 34-30, the Lions win this one. Um, but the thing is, the Bears were winning this one with 2 minutes and 18 seconds by 10 points. Uh, the Lions scored a touchdown, kicked it back to the Bears, and then Mitch Trubisky was strip-sacked at, like, the three or three or four-yard line. And then the Lions managed to take it in for the touchdown. So the Bears, that's a tough loss for them. But um, now you, Matt Nagy has to wonder about his job. Uh, is he going to be fired? I don't know. He hasn't been yet, which is kind of surprising to me. I thought he would probably be done by this morning um but it, well, it might happen either today or tomorrow if it does happen but anyways the lions win that one this one was a close one and it was not really expected to be uh the jaguars at the vikings here vikings looking to make a playoff push and this win it's certainly going to help them on the on taver but if you're the vikings you really need to play better than this they escape with a 27 to 24 win over the jaguars in overtime so i think if you're the vikings and you play like this against uh against a team like and their upcoming schedule if you play like this against a team like the buccaneers next week or the saints um on christmas when they play each other um that's really not going to be good enough to get a win against, and especially if they make the playoffs, you cannot really 
You cannot play down to your opponents if you're better than them. You have to keep your foot on the gas pedal, and if you're better than them, you have to prove that you're better than them. Um, but the Jaguars, I mean, they played around. Um, they almost they almost um, took control of the number one pick with the Jets almost beating the Raiders, which we'll get to in a second. But they didn't. Vikings win there, six and six. Jaguars fall to one and eleven. So now we've got Raiders and the Jets. This one down to the wire. It looks like the Jets were gonna get their first win of the season until the Raiders come out with a miracle and on a like a touchdown and a long touchdown with five seconds to go or something. They get the 31-28 win. But the touchdown, the thing about the touchdown is the coverage on the touchdown. They played Henry Ruggs with an undrafted free agent with no safety help. One of the fastest receivers in the NFL was one-on-one -on -one with an undrafted free agent, and there was a no safety help on him. And not to mention, they blitzed on a Hail Mary. I'm pretty sure everybody knew what was going to happen. I don't think there was any question on whether or not they were going to run the ball if you're down with no timeouts by, like, seven or so, or not seven, but, like, five, you're not going to run the ball. Um, especially if there's five seconds to go and you have no timeouts, you're not going to run the ball. So that was a big question mark there by the Jets, but the Raiders somehow get the win there in that one. The next one is the Colts at the Texans, and this one was a pretty close one, too. I didn't really watch much of this one, but um, the Colts win it 26-20. to 20. Um, The Colts now 8-4. Texans fall to 4-8. Deshaun Watson didn't have a great game, didn't have a terrible one. 341 yards and an interception. David Johnson, a touchdown. Kiki Kuti, um, who's had to step up as the wide receiver, too, now with Will Fuller's suspension, had eight receptions for 141 yards. Um, speaking of receivers who have stepped up, T.Y. Hilton, after really just not having a season at all, he had like one touchdown coming into this game. He gets another touchdown with eight receptions and 110 yards to go along with it. So the Colts now looking more and more like a playoff team as they get the 26-20 win. The next one is the Rams at the Cardinals here. This one, a big division, divisional matchup with some big playoff implications. Um, but the Cardinals do not capitalize on a home divisional matchup. They will lose this one. Rams win it 38-28. to um, And they take game one of the season series in that one. Jared Goff had a touchdown along with 351 yards. Kyler Murray, 173 yards, three touchdowns, and an interception. Cam Akers, a touchdown. Kenyon Drake, a touchdown. Arnold, for the Cardinals, had two receptions, and they were both touchdowns. So, two receptions, 61 yards, and two touchdowns for him. Um, but the Rams win this one, and they are now, I believe it is not. Yeah, they are first place. Um, in the NFC West, which puts the Seahawks down at the five or six seed. 
um, in the NFC. Seahawks are the five seed, Buccaneers six, Vikings are now the seven seed, and the Cardinals have been bumped out of the playoffs with that loss. Um, so this one's really just a great win for the Rams. Now they are the number three seed ahead of the Giants and behind Packers. Um, and they will probably make the playoffs unless something really weird happens with the team going into these last few weeks of the season. The Giants and the Seahawks, this one a lot of people labeled as a possible trap game for Seattle, and it turned out that way. The Giants here with a surprising 17-12 win over Seattle. Colt McCoy, uh, and this one wasn't even Daniel Jones, it was Colt McCoy, 13 for 22, 105 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Wayne Gallman, 16 carries, 135 yards. Evan Engram, 32 yards on four receptions. Russell Wilson, only 260, well, not only, but 263 yards and only a touchdown and an interception. Chris Carson, 13 carries for 65 yards. DK Metcalf, five receptions, 480 yards. Um, the Seahawks fall to eight and four. Giants improve to five and seven. The second to last game, or no, third last game of the day was the Eagles, the Packers, and the Packers. Not really much of a surprise here. They win this 30 to 16, but what was a surprise was that Jalen Hurts came into the game, and not just for like a play or two, he came in for like the last three drives or so. Um, and he didn't play terribly. He had he went five for 12, 109 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. And he had some really nice throws, so it might be Jalen Hurts' time in Philadelphia, but we're going to have to wait and see on that one. Miles Sanders, 10 carries for 31 yards. Dallas Goddard, 5 receptions for 66 yards. Aaron Rodgers, another good game for him. 295 yards and 3 touchdowns. Aaron Jones, a touchdown. And then Devontae Adams does Devontae Adams things with 2 touchdowns for him. Um, but anyways, the second to last game of the night was the worst game of the day by far. Chargers at the Patriots. This one was a very, very bad game. Chargers win this one 45 to nothing. Uh, Justin Herbert, 209 yards and two interceptions. Cam Newton, a touchdown. Austin Eckler, only eight carries for 36 yards. Damian Harris, 18 or 16 carries for 80 yards. Um, and then Keenan Allen, only five receptions for 46 yards. So ultimately, the Patriots will win this one and keep their playoff hopes alive, at least for the moment. And then our final game of the night was actually a closer game than I expected it to be. Broncos and the Chiefs on Sunday night football. Um, and so here... Um, the Chiefs win it 22 to 16. Patrick Mahomes only 318 yards in a touchdown. Um, the touchdown went to Travis Kelsey, who had 136 yards on eight receptions. Drew Locke, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Melvin Gordon, 131 yards. And the Chiefs will ultimately improve to 11 and 1. Now we've got two games today and then a game tomorrow. The first game of the day here. Washington and the Steelers here at five. I'm going to go with the Steelers in this one. 
Um, I think that they are pretty much the much better team here. I don't think that Washington's really gonna put up too much of a competition in this one. So I'm going to take the Steelers in this one. Second one, Monday Night Football, which is the Bills at the 49ers. I'm gonna take the Bills in this one to keep their um offense and their entire team going. Um, I think that they are pretty much a playoff team, even if they don't win the division, which I do probably think they will. Um, I think the Bills here get the win. And then Tuesday night football, Cowboys at the Ravens. I'm going to take the Ravens in that one. I don't really think the Cowboys are going anywhere this season. Um, and I think that the Ravens at least have something to play for because they are still looking to get into the playoffs. So I'm going to take the Ravens there on that one. That's all that we've got for today. So make sure that you come back for the next episode where I'll be reviewing these games. And I will see you then for another episode. Um, I might do one in a few days. That's where I review my bold predictions for the season. Um, but I'm not sure about that. So I will see you later for another episode.